0: I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Kevin. Kevin, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here today.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: I love it. So before we went live, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm curious, what's something that stood out to you or landed for you as I was sharing that?
1: Well, I think everything you said, um, I pretty much know how to create whatever it is that I I desire in life. Yeah. I certainly did that with a surviving a death sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was interesting, for sure.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into your story because I, I I know a little bit of your story from researching you before you came on. So I'm looking forward to that. So tell us a little bit you know, about who you are in the world, what you do. You're a musician. Share a little bit about that.
1: Well, I'm a musician and uh, I'm, I guess what people call a life coach. I call it creative life design. Mm -hmm. So I work with people who are looking to change their lives in positive ways, get rid of stress, if they feel stuck, if they want to create things. Um, And uh, that's basically what I do. And I created something on the mountain dulcimer, an instrument I play called dulcimer meditation. So I sell dulcimers and I teach people how to play the dulcimer with dulcimer meditation.
0: Oh, I love that. So I've never heard of a dulcimer until I met you. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about the instrument? Like, what's the history of the instrument? What is it What is it similar to so that we can get a feel for that?
1: Well, of course, you know, anyone, well, you could actually go to my website, no, org. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of the dulcimer, but the dulcimer is a traditional folk instrument. Uh, comes usually from the Appalachian Mountains although they build them all well they build them all over the world now it's a very easy instrument to play Mm -hmm. and it sounds across between kind of a harp and a guitar you play it on your lap
0: okay yeah nice nice so what what got you into playing the dulcimer as car alarms go off and all the things (laughs) I warned us about that so what got you into playing that instrument
1: I saw one at a party when I was about 14.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: just fell in love with it. I thought it would be sort of the magic carpet ride, which it was. And then I got my first record deal at 16. So it was all kismet.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And you've been playing it ever since and you have got, you've done all sorts of things with it. Yes.
1: Yep. We've been playing it 50 years and I have 49 albums.
0: Wow. That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. <laughs>
0: Sounds like that ruling number eight is creating left, right, and center all over the place. <laughs> I love it. So talk to us about this death sentence that you avoided.
1: Well, in 2016, I was diagnosed with stage three melanoma and told that even though they removed the two little spots where they found it, that it there was a 70% chance it would come back within a year and I'd be dead within two. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe them. My gut told me that it wasn't right, and but I took that year and I really did a sort of a down the rabbit hole nosedive and asked myself what mattered, Mm -hmm. why, and what I was gonna do about it. I was living in Kansas at the time and I decided I was gonna move to San Diego, California where it's beautiful. And I was gonna create a, a life by my own design, which was to be an artist, a musician. And then about a few years after that, Someone suggested you should teach other people what you did to uh, transform your life because it's really valuable. And it was right around the time when COVID just began. Mm -hmm. So I got some clients and that's the the rest is, as they say, ongoing history.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love the, you know, I'm just not going to believe what the doctors have to say and I'm going to choose my own life. And I think that's really powerful. I think that really showcases how we get to choose how our lives unfold, that if we really truly believe that something is true, then we can create a life around that. I love that.
1: Yeah. Super
0: powerful. So tell us what you define unity consciousness to be.
1: Well, I think the first thing is you have to figure out what consciousness is.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs)
1: so nobody knows what consciousness is because it's formless Mm -hmm. so you have the old uh spiritual teachers all the way as far back as the upanishads talking about god and uh that this life is a dream and uh the sort of not metaphysics but the spiritualism of that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: nowadays you have people like deepak chopra and oprah and eckhart tolle and all these guys and they all say, well, all of it's a dream and all of it is consciousness, but nobody knows what consciousness is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a thing that I uh, kind of teach, although I teach people who are Christian, Buddhists, I teach everybody, but there's a thing called uh, Aveda Vendanta, which is basically non-duality. Mm-hmm. And uh, that leads into something else called a jada, which is a deeper teaching, which people are just beginning to really find out about. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I teach that as well. But what it basically says is that everything is empty. The world is empty. The universe is empty. Quantum physics tells you that as well. You know, we're made of atoms, and so 99.999 is empty. So we're basically empty. So this is a dream. And consciousness, whatever it is or it isn't, has no form. But it apparently has uh, a presence in everything, in the dream and not in the dream. So it's a personal kind of search as to how you relate to that. And mm-hmm. in a book I'm currently writing, there's a section on there called happiness. And what it comes down to is identifying what that consciousness is for you, whether it's Jesus, God, Buddha, or Peter, Paul, and Mary, <laughs> and surrendering to that quote, higher power or that essence. Yeah.
0: yeah. I love that. And I love that you bring quantum physics into the conversation, too, because, you know, my audience knows we talk about the quantum field around here a lot. And that 99.999% of emptiness is also possibility. It could be anything based on our quote-unquote, consciousness, what we believe it to be true, right? You could have chosen to believe the possibility that the doctors were right and that you weren't going to live for long or you chose to believe in the possibility that you could be healthy and an artist and live a life fully lived, and that's the possibility playground you chose.
1: Yeah, every morning I sort of choose what I'm going to do or how I'm going to see things. I
0: mm-hmm.
1: mean, When I coach people uh you know uh, there is no such thing as continual happiness so you have to learn about how to balance that out so balance is emotional mental physical and spiritual so if i'm feeling let's say mentally off i know i can go for a hike and that will bring me back to center mm-hmm. if i'm feeling emotionally down i can say to myself that's all the mind and the mind doesn't really exist mm-hmm. so you know and i understand it from that perspective so I've learned tools through uh, negating things in my life from that cancer experience. I don't do stress. I don't do drama. I don't do negative people. I don't do anything I don't want. Actually, so like I've learned to shut off my phone. Mm-hmm. If if somebody calls and I don't want to talk to them, I don't talk to them <laughs> unless I have to. So I hang out with my dog. I go hiking. I make a little music and i cook and uh i study a lot of spiritual things
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then i do my personal coaching
0: yeah i love that i just don't do what i don't want to do <laughs> that's good
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know i in i've created a life for myself and this is what i teach other people to do that i don't work for anybody but me mm-hmm. and you know i spent most of my life looking for fame and fortune which i got but i was unhappy so when you open your stock portfolio at 36, which is what I was at that time when I had over a million and you say, I don't get it. I've got all these zeros and I feel like a zero. <laughs> so what's up with this shit? I spent my whole life looking for fame and fortune and this is it, you know, like that Peggy Lee song. Is that all? the So unfortunately for a lot of people and me being one of them, you have to hit bottom before you start looking up. So I figured out that I don't need a lot of money and I don't need a lot of things and less is more and authenticity is king. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll tell you something I've actually never told anybody before. When I first came to California, uh, I got a, a part-time job, which I really liked. It was actually in furniture design.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got called in by my boss at the time, and uh, she accused me of doing something I actually had not done or wasn't aware that I had done. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I basically told her, you know, I just came out of an experience where I was told I was going to be dead. If you think I'm going to sit here and deal with the politics of your sales floor, you are so mistaken.
0: Mm-hmm. I-
1: so this trial thing, you know, like I'm on trial to see if I'll be a good uh, worker. You can forget that because I'm I'm leaving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Said, You're quitting? I said, no, I don't quit. I'm just leaving.
0: Because <laughs> well, I don't do what I don't want to do.
1: And she said, well, I don't think you, kn- I'll never forget she said this. I don't think you know how good a salesperson you are. I said, oh, I know. And I'm still leaving. <laughs> because I thought to myself, well, how are you going to make a living now? Um, and then I thought, I don't know. How have you survived anyway? Because at the time, see, concerts weren't really paying and everyone was taking music for free. So my music career hadn't reformed. I had mm-hmm. sort of retired. But, of course, I found a way to do it, a better way to do it. Yeah. And that's what I tell people, is that you don't have to stay where you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. You, you really don't. It, it's, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's so powerful because, you know, the pathway through the how of what you want is irrelevant, right? You want to be an artist and a musician, the universe will find a way for that to occur. It doesn't matter how you do it, whether you're doing it at concerts or you're using it as in part of your coaching or you're doing online summits. It doesn't matter how, it just matters that you're playing that instrument and doing what you love.
1: Yeah, and, and my main thing is really the personal coaching. You know i don't even like the term life coach that's why i call it creative life design
0: yeah 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 Yeah, the term life coach is so like to 2020 right
1: yeah oh yes yes it's so so 2021 ish
0: (laughs) ish I love it. So well, you touched on this a little bit and you know saying you had the all the zeros in your portfolio and all of those pieces and I'm really curious for somebody who's who has had the dollars what does wealth mean to you now?
1: Well, look. There's nothing wrong with having money. I have several clients that are really 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 rich and they came to me very unhappy. Yeah. Money is not the issue. No, it, it's giving it power where it's really powerless. It's an exchange. It can be taken and given in a heartbeat. I lost a lot of money when the stock and the real estate market crashed. Yeah, It went from right. So but when you look at money and what do you need? So you do need money because you have to pay your bills. You have to pay a mortgage or whatever it is. You may not have to pay as big a mortgage. Why well, live in a five five bedroom house when all you need is a two bedroom, right? Right. So you have to look at your value system as to, and that gets back to who you are. So if you want to create a podcast, and um, but you can't afford to do it for for whatever reasons, but your heart, your your soul. So we have a role. I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a boss, I'm an employee. That's your role. Your soul says, I want to create, I really want to create Rebel Radio. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to look it up. I'm going to find it. And let's say you find out it's going to cost you $10,000, which I'm sure it didn't cost, but yeah. let's say it And you can't afford that, but you really want to do it. So you move out of your two bedroom apartment and you get a studio for a year or two that costs you a thousand bucks. And you find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's how you use uh, money to work for you instead of work against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I live in a one-bedroom apartment. Um, and I don't have a lot of stuff because I don't want a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I just, um, I I don't know what I do. I, I Well, you know what? I, I do me. And actually i'm making more money this year as a personal coach i was astounded i was talking to my accountant i was like astounded that i was doing that well i mean i know my clients like me so that's good and (laughs) i'll tell you the, the the secret to my success the secret sauce is that and this is this is the god's honest truth is that i'm completely authentic so i you know you could tell me what Jesus Christ says and I'll say that sounds nice but until I experience it I'm not uttering a word right. so I, I teach from experience yeah. yeah so a lot of my some of my actual clients have been podcast hosts like yourself mm-hmm. yeah and, uh, you know they've come to me and they said I you know I don't know man you know you got something going on what is it and I say well this is what it is and you know well, did you take a course yeah it's called the course of life i was given a death sentence and i had to figure it out because the alternative is you get busy living you get busy dying
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. yeah that's so true i love that and you know i love that you brought up the you need to know who you are because there are some of us who don't want all the things that want to live a simple life. And then there's others of us who want all the things and the fancy cars and the nice house and, and to experience and the, the play in the material world. But I think if we're doing that from a place of I should have the big house and the fancy car versus I want and desire the fancy house and the fancy car. I think that's the, the key difference there of knowing what's most important to you, knowing who you are. I, I love that you brought that up.
1: Yeah, you know, if I I'm going to be taking a road trip up the coast of California, and uh, if I find a spot, I mean, I'm in a beautiful spot, San Diego. But if I find another spot that I want, I can literally pack everything up in one day, and move the next. Right. That's a freedom. Yeah. Is is wonderful, you know? If I want to, I I mean, I write. I'm writing a book. I did it at a coffee shop yesterday. Mm -hmm. I can do it at the beach. You know, um, I mean, I, I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy talking about this stuff. Um, it, it, I mean, it was a hell of a ride. It was not fun at all having to figure it out. Right. Uh, but when you get there, you, you, once you go down the rabbit hole, you know, it's you don't want to go back up. No. <laughs> Why right? Do you do that, right? So what
0: if you know you can't unknow and you don't want to get out of the rabbit hole?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I did something really unusual the other day. Uh, I went out on a date. Mm-hmm. I was asked, "What do I? What am I looking for? And what do I want?" And I said, "Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I said, Occasional sex, yeah, that's nice. But I'm not looking for anything. Yeah. I'm really content just with myself. Mm-hmm. But that's taken a long, long time." So the, I think the key for people who are looking for more things or, or love or something like that is it has to start with you Yeah. and who are you authentically? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you look like or anything like that. You know, I, I saw a woman the other day, she was a black woman. And she was absolutely stunning. She was bald. I had no idea that she had whatever that thing is that, creates baldness
0: alopecia i think yeah maybe that's what
1: it is i thought it was i I had no idea i didn't know this woman but she was really beautiful Mm -hmm. really beautiful and i don't know if she was self-conscious or what it was but we got to talking about her look and and um and she was very authentic you know she was who she was and you know there's uh there's there's greatness in everybody, you know. There's really cool stuff in everybody, yeah. and you 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 resonate with the people you resonate with.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and uh, you know, the authenticity. One of the words that I use in it's in co co relationship with that is integrity. And one thing that I've learned is that when we're out of integrity with who we are, or not being authentic with who we are, it's really freaking painful. We ever, all of a sudden, life just feels hard when we're not actually being ourselves.
1: Yeah, it's exhausting.
0: It's exhausting.
1: <laughs> you know, right? it I'm it's
0: trying to please everyone else and yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, the whole thing is the mind, mm-hmm. and and the mind is a weird little monkey. Um, <laughs> so you have to kind of control it. Yeah, uh, and the way you control it really is mostly through surrender, but something called mindful awareness, which is what I teach, which is be aware that, you know, if you're looking to lose weight uh, and you're not, and let's say you're fasting, you're not supposed to eat till two o'clock in the afternoon and your stomach is grumbling, stop the head trip. Stop saying, well, I shouldn't eat. I don't want to lose it. Just say, am I literally hungry? Should I break my fast and eat an hour earlier? Or can I wait? Maybe I can have water. Maybe I could do that. And then check it out. You can walk into a uh, god knows how many coffee shops I've walked. I've lost 30 pounds. So I don't I don't know how many coffee shops I've walked into And those donuts around here, man. They they can bake some food around here. <laughs> and I look at it, but I always ask, I say, what do you you know? I ask my inner voice, mm-hmm. yes or no? The mind says yes, the inner voice says no. <laughs> so I don't usually get it, but I don't do a head trip if I do. Right. I can yeah. eat of it or whatever. So it's the mind, everything's the mind. And the Absolutely. mind is, there's nothing physical called a mind, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, right? And as my audience knows, this is my key phrase, awareness is everything. If you're not yeah. aware of the thoughts you're thinking, then you can't change what's what you're experiencing. So the more you are aware of what's going on in the monkey mind, <laughs> it's easier to change it if you want to. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. I feel like I could talk to you all day. Time goes by so fast on this show. <laughs> I want to thank you for being on the show today. But as always, we end the show with one last question. Okay. What do you dream of for the world?
1: Oh, you know, I actually have hope for the world because the younger generation are getting rid of people like Putin. And mm-hmm. They want to breathe, and they don't want the terrible things that have occurred, although everything is occurring for a reason. Um, I think when you ask me that question, what comes to real mind is this whole war thing in Ukraine and the amount of tragedy but empathy that the world is showing. So what I want for the world is for people to figure out, uh, and I think that they will because they've got to, to, them not have wars anymore have not mm. have starvation and uh, to to really have what we as individuals want we have a basic right to be able to have food water shelter and clothing and, but but the younger g- generation isn't taking this shit from these old people
0: <laughs> right they're, they're
1: they're they're getting out of it so that's going to take time i don't think it'll maybe happen in my lifetime but It has to start individually with us. So um, I just do my thing and hope for the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing with us. It's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah.